Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. That's crazy. On a Tuesday! All even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Podbeam as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment because the page is growing, baby. That All Even Wave, get on that wave. Lots to get into. What is going on with Rachel Nichols and ESPN? I'm going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the NBA Finals as well. Who wins game one? Who has the advantage in the series? Nate McMillan gets his due in Atlanta. Dallas is on hard knocks. Definitely excited about that. What's your question returns where I read off email questions if they're good. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. So let's just jump right into it. Episode 90. Episode 90, man. This is this is a big one. You know, we're 10 episodes away from 100. It's definitely going to be a great, great celebration for episode 100. I can't wait for that. So I just wanted to get that out of the way before I get into this Rachel Nichols, Marie Taylor, ESPN situation and where I lie on this and what my thoughts are. So... Rachel Nichols recently came out today that ESPN has removed her from sideline duty for the NBA Finals due to the recording that came out that had her speaking about, you know, uh, ESPN and their practices and how they do things and how they don't need to be giving jobs to certain people for certain situations. And, you know, Maria Taylor got mad. They have to separate them. They can't work in the same space. Big mess. Here's my thing, though. Let's look at this from just a regular day-to-day standpoint. You have a job. You do your job. And it's contracted. It's in writing. And somebody tells you, hey, Bill, hey, Susan, hey, whoever. We're going to give your job to such and such due to the sensitive nature of what's going on outside of this building. You're okay with that, right? No. Nobody would be okay with that. I don't care who you are. I don't care what profession you're in. You're not going to allow somebody to take your job that you earned due to social insensitivity. Social pressure. PR moves. 
things to make the company look better. Nobody's going to sign up for that. So I understand Rachel Nichols being upset. She has every right to be upset. Both women have worked hard to be where they're at. Rachel Nichols has busted her ass at ESPN for all of these years. Maria Taylor's on her way up. But taking somebody's job when they have it or, you know, kind of, you know, just kind of passing it on, like, that's whack. That's corny. But ESPN doesn't shock me because they've always had these diversity issues and these weird practices there. You've heard other people of color come out and talk about this over the last few days, few weeks or so. Hell, over the years. People have left ESPN and gone to other networks. No matter how much money ESPN has offered them, they decide to leave anyway because they can't stand how Disney and ESPN operate. This is nothing new. So for those who stay, they already know the situation. But we're human, right? It's still going to bother you that you can be able to elevate yourself to a certain level and you expect to get respect in your dedicated field and you're not getting that. Oh, you know, this this thing happened here. We got to do this. Oh, this, this. you don't mind, right? We can give the job to somebody else because they look a certain way. It's nonsense. Now, from Maria Taylor's side of this, she's just doing what she got to do, working her way up the chain, busting her ass, working hard. She gets this opportunity to, you know, do this, you know, do the NBA Finals. Of course, she's going to be like, all right, great. If that's what the company decides to do and make that decision to give it to me, cool, I'm going to run with it. So, she didn't do nothing wrong. Rachel Nichols didn't do anything wrong. The people that have done something wrong, the people who continue to be dumb and foolish and idiotic is ESPN and Disney. So what's going to be the solution here? I'm hearing rumors that Maria Taylor wants X amount of money. She wants Stephen A. Smith money. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm not going to get in anybody's pockets in regards to that. Go get your money. Shoot your shot. If you can be able to go get that particular type of dollars from ESPN, go ahead. Rob them blind. But for Rachel Nichols, she's gotten removed off the NBA Finals job for this year. What is the next move? I would really like to see a lot of people just get up and leave ESPN. Maybe then they would start to do things a little differently. Because for what I'm seeing, it's all about the image. It's all about making sure we protect how we look. How does it look now? So you did all of this to try to up the image of your company, but it's actually made it look worse. Surprise! When stupid people make stupid decisions in the name of being smart, it ends up backfiring. Oh, shock. You can't make this up. You really can't. So the backlash to me is not 
at Maria Taylor. The backlash to me is not at Rachel Nichols. It's at the big conglomerate, the engine. Everybody used to look up to ESPN. Everybody wanted to work there. Hell, interns still come through there every day, every second. People still want to work at ESPN because it's the worldwide leader in sports. But the one place that they're not leading in is HR. That's where they're not leading in in regards to doing the right things by their employees. Not just the big wigs, not just the Stephen A. Smiths that make X amount of dollars and they're the face of the company. And he can be able to dictate what he wants to do. Can't nobody tell Stephen A. Smith nothing except the higher ups, obviously. He has bosses. We get that. But his place at the company is solidified. For these other people trying to make their way up, these things will happen. They'll get pushed to the side or, eh, yeah, you're fine with being demoted because of this situation. That's okay, right? You're down with that, right? No, I'm not. I work my ass off to get here. And I'm not going to give my job up to anybody. That's the way I feel. That's the way Rachel feels. The only blowback I see where ESPN can be able to get on their high horse. Oh, there's a tape out there. She said it, right? We can't get away from that. We can't. There's no PR statement that we can put out. We, ha we have to suspend her. We have to take her off or remove her off the NBA finals. Okay. Rachel Nichols is an asset to your company. Treat her like one. Treat all the females and all the hard workers like their assets instead of you thinking that you are. Because there's plenty of great people that have worked for ESPN and that have left ESPN. And they haven't gone down the toilet and their careers haven't been flushed away. They're actually prospering and doing better. Doing better. So... It's not really a knock on them. It's more the knock on the big engine that allowed them to leave. Because certain things they just can't handle right. I've seen this before. I've worked for dumb companies where you can be able to sit there and say, you know what, this company's not going to be here in 10 years. Not saying that that's ESPN. I'm just saying that the idiots that run the asylum, the idiots that run these big companies, think that they're bulletproof. They're not. They're not. ESPN needs to fix their act and get their stuff together and do things the right way instead of having embarrassing things like this happen to the worldwide leader in sports. They should be the worldwide leader in hiring the right people. <laughs> Jesus. Disaster. Moving on. Moving on. Nate McMillan finally gets his respect. He gets upgraded to officially named the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. What took them so long? So it took this Eastern Conference Finals run to convince the Atlanta Hawks that, you know what? That Nate McMillan guy, he, he, he's, he's, he's the guy. Really? Really? Nate McMillan, since the day he got in Atlanta, turned that franchise around. Accountability. Professionalism. He allowed guys to understand what was at stake, and they played that way. Shouts to Lloyd Pierce, but he was a developmental coach, and they put him in a tough spot. 
I, I said it before the season. Anyhow, they struggle. Lloyd Pierce is going to get fired. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. So it didn't shock me when he got canned, but I was so, so relieved and so happy to see Nate McMillan get the job because Nate McMillan has been in a lot of places. He's been an NBA player. He's a hard-nosed defender. He was a head coach with Portland. They did exceptionally well under Nate. He was in Indiana. He was in so many different places that succeeded, that excelled. But everywhere he went, the front office used to always look at Nate like, eh, yeah, we can find somebody better. And guess what? They normally don't. But he always gets treated like the redheaded stepchild. Like he's not good enough to to lead a team to an NBA final. He's not good enough to get a long-term contract. He's not good enough to be the staple and the foundation of your franchise in regards to coaching. He's always passed over by different people. So I don't understand it. I Listen, I love the fact that he got the job, but it's way, way overdue. He should have got that job from the time that they clinched the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. That's how good they were. They were one of the best teams record-wise the second half of the season. That was Nate. Nate did that. So let's cut the nonsense. He's always been a great coach. He's always been underappreciated, underutilized. And now I'm hoping that the the front office, the franchise, the fans, all of the players, they understand how special and how important this guy is. Nate McMillan reminds me of Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker, it doesn't matter what team he goes to. He go to one of the worst teams in baseball. Dusty Baker will turn around that franchise. Will he get you to a World Series? Possibly. Will he win? He hasn't shown the ability to do that. But he's a great manager. Great leader of men. But Dusty Baker, just like Nate McMillan, gets passed over. So I'm hoping that he sticks here for a while. I'm hoping that this can be able to be home for him for a while. More than five years, I'm hoping, because he's a really, really good coach. And they can be able to pull some guys, pull some professional athletes, professional basketball players there in Atlanta with Nate McMillan at the helm. Definitely. So kudos to Atlanta for getting it right finally. It took them way too long, but it's Atlanta. The Hawks have been a backwards organization their entire existence. So this doesn't surprise me. But at least they get this right. Moving on. Moving on. The Dallas Cowboys are on hard knocks for the third time. Get excited. It's going to be great. A lot of storylines. You're going to see Jerry in his element. Jerry World, Steven, the band, everybody's Zeke. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Now, listen, I know some Cowboys fans out there, they're, oh, well, you know, we don't want to push this narrative like, you know, we're the best team in the league and then they don't, you know, live up to expectations. Ah, screw all of that. Who cares? Hard Knocks is fun. Hard Knocks is fun to watch. The storylines, the the battles in camp, the guys getting cut, guys trying to achieve their dream, 
All of these things are great. What's the matter? Last time we were in Hard Knocks, the team... Who cares? Any Cowboys fan who is upset about this or, like, they're weary about Hard Knocks, just stop. Turn in your card, turn in your jersey, and watch another team. Root for the Houston Texans. Because this is nonsense. Cowboys are America's team. They're one of the most exciting teams out there in regards to storylines. Not saying that they're big-time winners, but they they have good dynamics on this team. Their rookies talk a lot of crap. Jerry Jones is Vince McMahon. This is great. This is great. I'm curious to see exactly, you know, who they bring in. There's always going to be like a surprise free agent that they bring in or some guy off the street that ends up wowing the coaches and take somebody's job. Who is it going to be? Like, is it going to be the guy from Pathmark? Who is it going to be? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm curious to watch. I can't wait. Be watching every second of Hard Knocks. Why? Because I'd love to see Richard Sherman walk through that door and sign with the Cowboys. I'd still like to see Earl Thomas sign with Dallas. So maybe maybe we get a surprise. I don't know. We'll get something. Well, all I know is it's going to be exciting. Dallas is back on the national stage in regards to hard knocks. I love it. I think Dak Prescott has a big year ahead of him. He has a lot to prove. If he's not an MVP finalist, I'll be very, very disappointed in Dak Prescott. Zeke got a new trainer. He's looking spry and thin and they say his explosiveness is back. I believe it when I see it. But there's a lot to look forward to. Definitely want to hear what Jerry has to say because Jerry is the man. He's always a great soundbite. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, man, if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan and you're not hyped about hard knocks, then maybe, just maybe, you shouldn't be a Dallas Cowboys fan. Just, just turn it in. Turn it in. Enough. Enough with the nonsense. Ew, I don't know if we're going to be that good because last time we were hard to stop it. Jesus, man, these people. I understand the losses. It makes you bitter. It makes you apprehensive. It makes you not want to, like, invest fully into happiness. Screw all of that. Just do it. Just do it. Cowboys going to be good. It's going to be a good season. They're going to win a division. Besides the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the conference is wide open. It's wide open. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers is playing. We don't even care. We don't care. This may be the year that Dallas can be able to be the Phoenix Suns where things just kind of like fall into their lap. Injuries and certain matchups, and they just cruise right to the finals. They just cruise to the finals. Cruise to the Super Bowl. Hey, I've seen stranger things happen. Bizarro playoffs, NBA, hey. Twilight Zone playoffs, hey. I can be able to believe that. Let me dream. Let me dream of a Cowboys Super Bowl. But before I get ahead of myself with that, I can be able to enjoy Hard Knocks. Moving on, moving on. Some funny news in the NFL, though. Nikhil Harry. (laughs) Former first-round pick for the New England Patriots. Spent two miserable seasons with the Patriots so far. Has requested a trade. (laughs) 
So let me get this straight. He's blaming New England for the fact that he's not good. Oh, okay. It's not the fact that he can't catch a pass. not the fact that he doesn't run routes well. It's not the fact that he's not a physical receiver. It's not the fact that he always is injured. No, 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 no. It's not none of those reasons. New England and Bill Belichick is the one holding this kid back. Got it. So what's the trade market for Nikhil Harry? Gym bag? Is it a is it a stance sock? Is it a voucher for the pre-ordered Madden? I I don't know what his value is. But what I do know is that he's a failed first round receiver so far. And instead of him complaining about possibly diminished playing time, how about you play to your ability, work hard, and outwork those guys through the depth chart? Earn that number one wide receiver spot. Earn that number two wide receiver spot instead of hey, well, I need to get traded because I'm not, you know, I, I'm not in the future. You made yourself not be in the future because the best ability is availability, especially in football. People lose their spots all the time due to injury, due to you know the injury making their performance lackluster. It's not the organization's fault. They don't owe you anything. They drafted you. You're getting guaranteed money from them. That's what they owe you. They owe you nothing more. You need to owe to yourself to be able to play better, be more productive, stop dropping passes, stop being hurt, understanding exactly what the offense is instead of looking lost out there. Those are the things that Nikhil Harry can be able to work on. This whole trading request or demand I don't think anything happens. And hell, Bill Belichick is probably the guy that will take a seventh-round pick for you and send you to football purgatory. We all know where that is, right? It's either Houston or Detroit. (laughs) So be careful what you wish for, Nikhil Harry. Coming up after the break, NBA Finals are finally here, and I'm going to talk about them on a Tuesday night. It's all even. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money for that Flip the Script podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we in the yeah. studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, listen. Shout out to the All Even podcast. My oh, man Barry oh, Grant oh, Jr. Oh, oh, What's up, oh, man? Oh, 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 oh. What happened? What you, what you, what you want to say to the people? Shout out to my young podcast. Yeah, let me get the joint. What's up? All Even. All Even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this joint something. All Even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now you well, that's a shout out. You're keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want to jump all even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. That's all even podcast, right? All yeah. even. That's your man. My man. All right, shout out to all even podcast. Oh, 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 We have two brand new teams. There's not any retread guys. There's not any guys that's been to 15 billion finals and everybody's exhausted of seeing LeBron and all of these other guys. And okay, it's fine. We got some fresh blood in the NBA finals. Game one is tonight. It's kicked off already. The score is nine to eight bucks early in the game. Eight, 12 left in the first quarter. Giannis has decided to play in game one of the NBA Finals. This is huge for the Bucs in regards to morale, 
Their big guy is back. What are, what are my thoughts on the series, though? Who has the upper hand in the series? Who has the advantage? Well, let's go through the starting lineup and let's go position by position. We have Chris Paul against Drew Holiday. Who has the advantage there? I'd say you go Chris Paul, right? Shooting guard, Devin Booker against Chris Middleton. I would definitely say that that's advantage Devin Booker, right? Small forward position. You have Bridges versus P.J. Tucker. I would say that you can give the edge to Bridges because offensively, he's a little better than Tucker, right? Power forward position, who do you got? You got Giannis versus Crowder. Obviously, you're going to take Giannis. And then the big man position, you got Brooke Lopez versus DeAndre Ayton. I got Ayton. So, so four guys out of the five starting players, the Suns have the advantage. Just physically, they're better, right? But what is going to be able to separate these two teams really in this series? It's going to be coaching. And we all know that Monty Williams is a hell of a coach. Runner-up for Coach of the Year this year. He's done phenomenal in these playoffs in regards to adjustments, knowing what buttons to press, his half-court sets, his plays coming out of the timeout, the execution that this team does seamlessly. It's flawless. They've played great basketball in these playoffs. On the other end of it, you have Mike Budenholzer, guy that's looked lost the last two seasons. He's looked lost in these playoffs as well. Fails to make adjustments. Not a real great half-court set guy. The offense is not that impressive under him, honestly. So who has the advantage in the series? Just by going off what I just said. Phoenix. Now, is that going to be the end-all, be-all, and what dictates who wins and who loses? No, it doesn't, but it definitely helps. Definitely helps. So who do I feel is the X factor for both teams in the series? Well, my X factor for the Bucks is going to be Pat Connaughton. I think if Pat Connaughton has a, has a good series, if he finds a way to have a good series, the Bucks may be able to, to do some damage and possibly send Phoenix home early. The X factor that I have for the Phoenix Suns is definitely going to be Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne is is the X factor for the Suns. If Cameron Payne ends up having a very good series, I really can see the Suns winning this particular series in quick fashion as well. So there's a lot of different moving parts here. I'm not making any predictions. I told y'all already, these bizarro playoffs, they're not getting me. They're not getting me again. Nope, not doing it. I'm just going to watch these games and give my objective opinion in regards to what I see game to game. But those are my X-Factor players, and those are the guys that I feel can be able to really unlock this team and really push them forward to possibly win an NBA championship. Now let's go ahead and talk about another narrative or 
plot, subplot to this final. Who has more to prove in these finals? Chris Paul, who's never gotten to an NBA final, who's 35, 36 years old, who's had playoff failure after playoff failure, or Giannis, the heir apparent to the throne when LeBron leaves and back-to-back MVP and defensive player of the year and all of these great accolades, the PER master, all of these things. Bucks were the best team in the league the last two seasons prior to this season. All of these things. Who has more to prove? I keep it honest with you. I think it's Giannis. Chris Paul, to me, whether he won this championship or not, his place in history doesn't move. He doesn't win a championship and a finals MVP and automatically projects himself or propels himself into the top five in the league in NBA history in regards to point guards. Not my book. Not saying he's not a great player, but he doesn't. He's not going to be that guy. He's not. He's not going to be a top five point guard. That narrative is dead. So whether he wins or loses, it really doesn't affect his place in history. Chris Paul has been a great point guard his entire career. He's led team after team after team to places where people didn't think they could be. When he got drafted by the New Orleans Hornets, they played well. That 2008 team, they were really, really good. Almost almost uh, was number one in the, in, in the West that year. Chris Paul almost won an MVP that season. But the Lakers kind of beat them out. I think it was a game or two. So he had that team on the cusp. He resurrected a dead franchise with the Clippers. How many times I said that? If it wasn't for Chris Paul getting traded, that veto trade that should have sent him to the Lakers, he goes to the Clippers, he saved that franchise from moving to New Mexico. And that's that's real. Like that's not even that's not even me trolling. Like that's serious. He turned that franchise into something special. He made them relevant. Lob City was a thing for years. For years. Goes to Houston, has them a game away from getting to the NBA Finals. If he didn't tear apart his hamstring, who knows what the hell would have happened. Not saying they would have won, but hey, they had a great chance because he had a great round. He was busting Steph Curry butt in that playoff. Goes to the Oklahoma City Thunder. That team was supposed to be a dumpster fire lottery team. They're going to trade him to whatever destination he wanted to. And he ends up turning that team into a fifth seed in the Western Conference and got to a, a, a game seven. Like, this is what Chris Paul does. So he doesn't have anything to prove. But the other guy, the big guy on the other side, has a lot to prove. There's a lot hanging on his head. You know how he always gets hyped and does that, that, that celebration where he's putting the crown on his head? That's a thing where he thinks that he's there, but if he's really there, he will win these NBA Finals. Because if he doesn't, you're going to hear a ton of scrutiny come down. Heard or not, that's what comes with the territory. When you want to be the best player in the world, you want to be the greatest player in the NBA, 
top three, top one, whatever it is, you want to be that guy, then you have to wear the heavy crown. You have to take the criticism. So Giannis has all the pressure here, to be honest with you. He has to win these finals. He has to prove that that big contract that Milwaukee gave him was not a mistake. He has to prove that you don't have to go to a big market team to win a championship. You can win where you got drafted. There's a lot of things on this guy's plate. He's holding the small market's hope in his hands for every other owner and team around the NBA. Hell, around sports. Small markets around sports are looking at Giannis to deliver. So this is why I'm telling you that he has the most pressure. He has to deliver. He cannot have a LeBron James 2011 finals performance against Dallas. Can't. He has to be the guy. He has to lead this team to a championship. He has to be the guy to say, the last time the Bucs won a title, it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now I'm that dude. I'm really that dude now because I'm in that category. That's what's going to separate him. That's what's going to make him king. Until he does that, to me, Giannis is just a stat stuffer. Giannis is just a guy that likes to beat his chest, beat up on bad teams. And when it comes to playing against great teams or the stakes are really, really high, he falls short. Yes, he's definitely come a long way in these playoffs. He's done a lot. In that Brooklyn series, he stepped up. He played well against the Hawks before he went down. So he's answered the call, but the journey's not done yet. Kobe Bryant wouldn't be satisfied getting to the finals. He wants to win. That's what Giannis has to do. You gotta win. You're here. It's not about, I'm happy to be here. You know, we had such a good... Yeah, all of that is cool. When you're that guy, though, you gotta win. Other teams can be able to do that. Hell, the Phoenix Suns can be able to do that. Yeah, you know, it's a great season. You know, we, we could definitely build on this and blah, blah, blah. We're young. Giannis, on the other hand, needs to win. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to my latest segment. What's your question? Where I answer email questions if they're good, and if they're bad, I maybe I will answer it, and I'll go ahead and make fun of you for asking me that awful question. So let's see what we have on the docket today. We got Dante from Queens. He writes, what is the window for the Nets? It seems to me that they have next year and then all bets are off. Do you agree? Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I know that James Harden is is his contract is up. I think I think most I think all of their contracts are up if I'm not mistaken. Maybe maybe uh Durant and, and um and Kyrie have another option, but yeah, man, it's you know, they they definitely have a lot of work to do. They're in they're kind of like in the same boat, if not worse, than the Lakers are because they have three superstars over there. And to find pieces that can be able to fit with this team, because I'm talking about salary-wise, they don't have enough money to be able to go get themselves a free agent. They have to get guys on vet mins and 
bargain deals and stuff like that. Like, I heard a rumor that Kevin Love wants to go to Brooklyn if he's bought out. Of course, it's going to be if he's bought out because Brooklyn can't trade for that obnoxious contract that he has. So they're going to have to go get bargain bazaar deals and try to fill out their roster. And that's the, the drawback with having a big three. Is that when you have these three guys, okay, cool, it's great. You have this scoring, but what's the rest of the team going to look like? And if you have injuries to those big three, what's going to happen to the team? You saw exactly what happened. So this may end up being a reoccurring factor for them next season as well. Health. Kyrie has never been healthy. KD has had some struggles in his career. Harden has never really had any struggles like that, especially in the regular season. But, you know, we saw we saw him be hurt and banged up this season as well. So, yeah, I, I, I can definitely agree with that, that their window may be very questionable after next season. I do believe that they have that chance to win a title next year. But after that, Definitely, definitely gets murky. Next one we have here is going to be Steven from Inglewood, California. He writes, we are diehard Laker fans, and I wanted to ask you, who is more logical to get? Zach Levine, De'Aaron Fox, or Buddy Heal? Because we have two guys that are, that are a little older, and I feel we need some youth. Thoughts? Well, yeah, well, Steven, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I think you're... I think you're spot on in regards to trying to get a younger guy to be able to put with that other dynamic that you have, that duo, that duo that is aging and has some durability issues. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that they need to get somebody that's younger. The more logical pick or trade is definitely Buddy Heald. I think Buddy Heald for the right price can be had. Uh, I think if you're willing to part with the number 22 pick, uh, Kyle Kuzma, KCP, maybe that gets it done. And do you do that? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I do that. I want Kyle Kuzma gone. I want him gone. I just don't feel like he's going to be any better than what he is right now. He's peaked. You know what I'm saying? Like His basketball IQ is not that high. He makes bad decisions all the time, cringeworthy statements and interviews. It's just I've just had enough of Kyle Kuzma. I, I wish that they would send him off to Siberia, and when I mean by Siberia, I mean the Clippers. Like, send him to the basement, send him there with a jacket. I don't know, send him somewhere that's a bad team that he can be able to jack up 35 shots a game. Have at it. Have at it. He can average 20-plus points on a bad team. He can do that. He can score when he gets the shots. But it's about his engagement level. So I would definitely do a Buddy Eel trade. I think Buddy is, um, I think he's tremendous. I think he can be able to knock down the three consistently. He can play defense. He can create his own shot. So Buddy would be a, a logical pick and also a very ideal fit for LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So definitely shouts to Steven and Dante for sending in their questions. Hope I answered them. Hope I, you know, made some sense. <laughs> you know, so keep them coming. Can't wait to answer some more next week. Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, W of the Week. 
on a Tuesday night. It's all even. This is the God Gents and Gals. Just want to give a shout out to All Even Podcast, the best sports podcast out there. Keep up the amazing work. Also check us out at CigarGentsAndGals.com, where everyday apparel for cigar smokers. Let's get it. What's going on? What's up with you? It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. It's your boy, Alfred, from the Rap Lab Podcast. And it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG from the Rap Lab Podcast. And you tuned in to All Even with Barry Grant. Boy, that shit crazy. Welcome back, y'all. So without further ado, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. We pick candidates on Tuesday and Saturday, and then we pick the winner on that Saturday show. So who is my first candidate for Dummy of the Week? May I have the drum roll, please? And the candidate is Kevin Durant. Forward for the Brooklyn Nets. Top three player in the NBA. Future Hall of Famer. Crybaby. He is my candidate for... Because he he just won't stop. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Kevin Durant is the most sensitive... Thinned-skinned superstar I've ever seen. He's very, very content with engaging with people and firing back at people who say things about him that he feels are disparaging. Hell, he went after poor Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr said, you know, listen, you know, certain guys can be able to just dial in and not worry about the outside noise like like LeBron and Jordan and, you know, Kobe. Be like those guys. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, well, why didn't Steve Kerr say that? I was practicing. I was there all the time. And I, I, like, come on, enough. Just stay home and run your business. Like, do something, but stay on your phone and answer critics and this and that. Like, you're Kevin Durant. You've said this before. I'm Kevin Durant. Act like it. You want to be held in the same breath as LeBron and Jordan and Kobe then be like them operate like them stop operating like the schoolgirl in the lunchroom where she feels that the people in the back are talking about her because they're whispering what what are we doing here what's going on are you a basketball player or are you running a gossip corner Don't worry about that. People are always going to have opinions. They're always going to have things to say. You are a superstar. You're in the public eye. Of course they're going to do that. He was like, oh my God, is this this thing a holiday now? Talking about his five-year anniversary from joining the uh, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a holiday because people are still talking about the decision 10 years It's been 10 years since the decision. 10, 11 years. You don't think that they're going to talk about your decision after it came after that? Be real. You want to be the superstar. You want to be talked about in a positive light, but you don't want what comes with that. That's dumb. (laughs) Just dumb. You want everybody to just say, oh, Kevin Durant is the greatest person. He just... It's not going to happen. You could be Mother Teresa and somebody out there. So like, you know what? That Mother Teresa, she didn't. She's not that nice. I know it. 
I know Deborah said that she wasn't <laughs> that, that that nice. Come on, man. What are we what are we talking about here? If you want to engage with your fans and stuff like that, cool. You're not engaging with your fans though. You're engaging with the trolls. You're engaging with people who have a negative opinion about you. That's their opinion. You can't change that. You ain't never going to change their opinion. In fact, you may end up strengthening their opinion. Oh, look, Kevin Durant, he just responded to me. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to keep saying stuff like that so he can be able to keep responding to me. Like, come on now. Now, I will give him some credit that he definitely does play well when something like this comes out like when he's talking about somebody or responding or reacting he ends up playing well hey kudos to him i guess that's better than him actually fixing that that hairline or brushing his hair <laughs> since kevin durant's been in the league i don't think he's put a brush to his head once <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should be worried about. Finding a good hair transplant guy. Hey, talk to Floyd. Talk to Floyd. He got it going on right there. Like, he could be able to hook you up with the whole full beard and get the whole top thing going. You'll be a new man. A new man. So maybe you won't have to think about these trolls and these negative, disparaging, quote-unquote, comments that are coming out against you. Just, just get hair. You know, maybe the fact that you're... You're not blessed in that area. That's that's probably why you you you, you behave this way, man. So you know, you know your, your counterparts. You know, Kyrie got hair. James got hair. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Maybe there's something deeper going on here. So hit Floyd and say, look, man, <laughs> I don't know what you did. I don't know what kind of wizardry or sorcery you pulled off, but I want in. <laughs> I want into that cult. Do that. That's fine. I'm with you. But just put the phone down, man. Put the phone down. So, Kevin Durant, you continuously stepping crap. Just like if you stepped on that three-point line, he could have sent your team to the Eastern Conference Finals. But you're possibly a winner for Dummy of the Week. That's all for this show. I'll see you guys on Saturday. Until then, stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcasts. Listen to the show on Podbeam, Amazon Music, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcasts. And don't forget to like, share, and hit that subscribe button. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.